Hello, I'm Bonnie Snowden, ex-corporate person and mother turned successful artist entrepreneur. It wasn't that long ago though that I lacked the confidence, vision and support network to focus on growing my dream business. Fast forward past many life curveballs, waves of self-doubt and so many lessons learned and you'll see Ignite, my thriving online coloured pencil artist community. A community that changes members' lives for the better and gives me freedom to live abundantly whilst doing what I love and spending quality time with my beloved family and dogs. All whilst creating my best artwork with coloured pencils and mentoring others to do the same. But this life wasn't always how it was for me. It used to only exist in my imagination. I've created the It's a Bonnie Old Life podcast to help increase people's confidence, share mine and my community's experience and hope through fascinating personal stories, champion the other amazing humans in my personal, professional and membership community and create another channel through which I can support others to realise their dreams. If you're a passionate coloured pencil artist or an aspiring one who's looking to create their best work and a joyful life you love, you're in the right place. Grab a cuppa and a custard cream. Let's get cracking. Welcome to this week's podcast. This week, I'm sharing the audio from my latest live Q&A session. I share my top tips for developing your work, staying focused and motivated, and most importantly, falling in love with your drawings over and over again. I'm also asked brilliant questions. So if you want to find out a little more about coloured pencils, some of the things frustrating people, and of course, the Academy, tune in and listen. As usual, I share openly everything I know. Hello, hello everybody. Um, lovely to see so many of you already. Um, we are in for a really super evening. We're going to have a really, really lovely evening here. I'm going to be um, giving you a load of information to start off with and, uh, and then you're going to have a chance to um, ask any questions you like and I will answer them which should be fantastic um, unusually and well, not unusually but I've changed the format a little bit so that I can actually see you which is really nice and I can actually talk to you as well if you want to talk to me that's brilliant if you don't want to talk to me that's not um, that's not a problem you can um, uh, you know you can type your questions into the chat which is really really nice um, I'm just going to make sure that everybody can actually see uh, the chat. Uh, hang on a second. So let me just look at the meeting. The chat. Uh, hang on a second. Just make sure that uh, we can actually, everyone, participants can chat to everyone and anyone directly so do pop something in the chat if you want to say hello oh there we go there we've got stephanie stephanie there saying hello which is really nice. sometimes the chat goes off and nobody can actually um, nobody can actually put anything in there i'm like oh gosh we've got no, nobody wanting to say anything and it's because i've got it switched off um so uh welcome everybody it's lovely 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 to see you all um and um uh, yes, really, really nice to see everybody. If you can just make sure that you're on mute um, all of the time until we start asking uh, questions, that'd be great. It just saves me from, from keeping on clicking on mute all so that we don't get background noise or anything like that. And I'm just so happy to see so many of you here. Um, this is going to be a Q&A session. Um, so I am going to uh, do a quick presentation. I'm going to go through a load of stuff. And, and then we're going to do a Q&A afterwards. So you can put whatever questions you want um, over to me. You can either put your hand up and ask the question um, 
through Zoom or you can pop something in the chat. Um, what I would say is if you've got a question that you want to ask in the chat, wait until we've done the presentation bit um, because I'm going to ask you to actually write the word question before you actually type your question and then I can go through and I can easily find the questions that I want to answer. So um, really lovely to see so many of you here and um, it's, it's very, very exciting. This is the kind of stuff that I love doing. I love sharing everything that I know um, and, and any question uh, that anybody wants to ask me, I'm, I'm really happy to do that. So I'm going to uh, I'm going to start off. I'm going to get going quite quickly because we only have an hour, and and I do tend to run over <laughs> because I do love to chat, um, you know. So and I want to give you as much information as possible uh, tonight. So I'm going to start uh, in a second. I'm just going to wait a couple, another couple of minutes. Get let everybody come in. Um, I'm going to start with a with a presentation, and I want to talk to you about my uh, my three tips basically for developing your art, your art, staying motivated, um, and also staying in love with your art. It's so easy to get demotivated, to lose focus, to fall out of love with it all. And I want you to I want to give you some of the the tips and I want to go through a little bit of my journey about how I got where I am now um, and then um, share some tips with you as well so that hopefully you can keep on keep on drawing and keep on loving what you do and then we're going to be um then we're going to be doing some some questions so we've got all sorts of people come in here we've got loads and loads of people saying hello in the chat which is amazing um I've, i'll just pick out some here we've got uh, there's there's linda here from missouri uh lindy from uh from ohio there's millie from the uk hi millie in wiltshire there's vera from austria uh diane from the uk as well in surrey um bernie uh from um Oh, oh, hi from hi from live free or die. I don't know where that is. Uh, Illinois. Uh, we've got Carol there, and we've got uh, Christian from Brazil. Uh, so many people. It's so 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 lovely to to see you all here. So I'm going to make a start. I'm going to put everybody on mute. If you can try to keep yourself on mute, if that's okay. Um, uh, let me say. Let me just see if I can. Uh, yeah. Mute all on. Yeah, that's fine. So if we can just keep everybody on mute uh, and then once we start asking the questions, then you can come off mute uh, and uh, and we can and we can carry on. So, um, yeah, I am going to start with a presentation. I want to talk to you about my top tips for staying motivated, staying you know, keeping the love of your art um, and your development as well. So I'm going to share my screen. Um, let me share my screen here. So if you can just make sure that you keep all of your uh, microphones muted, that would be amazing. Um, I'll just keep doing that there. Okay. So we are starting on this page here. Um, yeah, please just keep everything, uh, keep your microphone on mute when you um, when you join. I have got it set to that, but it seems to be, we seem to have uh, the, the microphones uh, coming back on again. So just try and keep everything muted. So today we are going to be talking about my top uh, tips for developing your work, staying motivated and falling in love with your work time and time again. And the reason I the reason I've chosen these as uh, top tips that I want to talk about, because this is 
this is kind of what happened for me. This is my journey. Um, hopefully you all kind of have an idea about when I started, what I did, how I did it. Um, and I've now got to the point now where um, it still feels really, really strange saying this, but I have built um, a, a million pound company from purely from my art. Um, and that to me is amazing. And I really, really want to uh, tell people about it, tell people what I did, because I want that for other people. I want other people to be able to do what I've done, because there's nothing remotely special about me. I'm just a normal person. I guess the special things about me are that I have self-belief in abundance. Uh, I have perseverance and I am completely and utterly passionate about what I do and helping people. And I guess those things, when you combine them and you bring them together, um, are, are, are pretty much, um, you know, the reason for why I've made a success of my business. So um, the first thing I want to do is I want to tell you a little bit about me. OK, I'm sure you all know who I am. Hopefully, you know who I am. You, you've seen me on social media. I'm a uh, I'm a single mum. Uh, I have, you'll see a, a, a faded picture of me here. <laughs> I hate having my photograph taken and I had a photo, photo shoot done and I absolutely loved it and I love the photographs and it is just wonderful. And I, I've got four dogs, a cat, and I've got three children. And um, we haven't always had the most amazing life and we've had some pretty rubbish times. However, there's always been a part of me that has has sort of uh, said it's going to be OK. Everything's going to be fine. Everything's going to be OK. And when I started my business back in uh, 2017, um, I, I just had the self-belief that it everything was going to be OK and I would make a success of it. And that's what I kind of want to talk to you a little bit now before I get into some of my the other reasons for um uh, you know, some of my top tips. So we're going to start with 2016. So 2016 was when I discovered my coloured pencils. Uh, my daughter gave me a colouring book and some WH Smith pencils. Anybody in the UK will know WH Smith. And then anyone in the UK will know that colouring pencils from, from WH Smith aren't going to be particularly brilliant. And they weren't. Um, but I absolutely fell in love with coloured pencils. I hadn't done any art or drawing since I left school in 1987. Um, so it was all sort of, you know, coming back to me, it was all, you know, I, I, um, I just, I just fell in love with it basically again. What I did was I prioritized. And the reason I'm going through this is because these are part of my top tips that I want to talk to you about. I prioritized my drawing. I had a family. I was married. I had a full-time job. I had a horse. I had dogs. Um, you know, I, I was a busy person anyway, and I prioritized time for my drawing because I realized it was something really special for me. Um, and in 2016, I started to do commission work. 2017, I became a full-time artist. Literally on the 1st of January, uh, 2017, I became a full-time artist. I quit my job and I decided I was going to go full-time. Um, it was a leap of faith, but I had the belief that I could do it. It was the year that I had my work published for the first time, and it was the year that I won a Best in Show um, in, in, a, in, a, in an exhibition. 2018 was when I ran my first workshop. So um, I did have a business plan right from the beginning, back in 2016, 
when I decided I was going to go full time, I did have a business plan as to what I wanted to do. And that I'm going to be talking about a little bit later, because that's all about the planning side of things. So in 2018, I ran my first workshop. Um, in 2018, I had an 18 month wait list for my commissions. Um, and that's when I actually started my wait list as well, rather than trying to get commissions in all of the time. And in 2018, I started to think about teaching online, because at that point, I wasn't teaching online, I was running workshops face to face. 2019, I launched my Patreon channel. Um, my Patreon channel was a brilliant step into teaching online. Um, you know, it really got me out there and um, I did I did really, really well with Patreon. I held regular workshops, in-person workshops, and something that's really, really important to me, I had regular critiques from expert artists. Uh, that was a big step for me in 2019, and I saw a massive development step when I had that critique from, from the expert artist. The expert artist who critiqued my work was Aaron Gadd. I've spoken about him numerous times before. Wonderful man, incredible artist. Um, Aaron Gadd, A-R-O-N-G-A-D-D, -D, uh, a British artist, realism, colour pencils. If you don't follow him, you need to do. He is amazing. Um, 2020, I employed my first team member, uh, and she's still with me, <laughs> which is a good thing. Um, tw in 2020, I took my workshops online, obviously because of what happened with the pandemic and everything. I moved everything online. Um, it was quite scary because I had, you know, I was used to teaching in person, so teaching online was 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 very new. It's all very well doing a. Um, a tutorial online when you're sitting there and you're, you're pre-recording it but when you're doing it live all sorts of things can happen tech problems all of that kind of stuff um so i took my workshops online in 2020 and in 2020 i hit nearly 2,000 members in patreon which is amazing absolutely amazing um 2021 i had my first book published again just incredible uh you know a lot of hard work but it was it was wonderful um I employed a consultant to help me with creating my academy so I was I had Patreon since 2019 sadly I um I, I found that 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 Patreon wasn't giving me or my students the experience that I wanted there's a, a very strange sort of singular uh um oh hang on a second uh singular um uh, scroll feed um which is really really frustrating so the the navigation wasn't particularly great and their customer service wasn't particularly great either so that was frustrating so my dream was do you know what i'm going to create my own online platform uh, which was not an easy task at all and it took a huge amount of work and thought and uh you know i invested an awful lot into it i employed a consultant to help me with creating the academy and in september 2021 i launched my teaching platform, the, the, the Bonnie Snowden Academy and my Ignite membership group. 2022, I employed two more team members, um, which has enabled me to do the things that I love to do. And this is really, really, really important. When you first start out as an artist, if you're wanting to, you know, if you're wanting to branch out and you want to create a business from it, it's really important to understand that you can't do everything. I'm really good at delegating. So um, creating a team around me has been 
relatively easy. Sometimes it is quite difficult to give things up, but it's meant that I can do the things that I'm really good at. I'm really good at teaching. I'm really good at drawing. I'm really good at talking. <laughs> I'm really good at chatting to people. So my podcast was, again, an amazing thing that I started in 2022. And I get to speak to, you know, incredible people in there. And I have the time to be able to do it. 2022 um, I, I saved up and I was able to build my my garden studio which is absolutely beautiful and I started writing my second book which is I'm still writing it it's, it's going to be quite a long one <laughs> um, 2023 my focus is all on my drawing and my teaching so I'm concentrating on my drawing and my teaching I am planning things like retreats and I am planning merchandise um so there's a journey there of sort of seven years and that kind of takes you through. I planned right from the beginning. I had a dream right from the beginning. I prioritized my time so I could do the things that I really wanted to do that I was really passionate about. And I've been successful. I've, I've followed through. I've done what I said I wanted to do because I had a vision right from the start. So we're going to go into some of these tips now, and this isn't all going to be a uh, um, slideshow and everything like that. I'm going to not share my screen in a second, and I'm, we're going to be going through some questions. Um, developing your work. So the, these are the tips that I want to talk about today. Time. Time is so important. Time is so important. Um, know where you're headed and understand what your focus needs to be. These are all of the things that I looked at when I was planning my business. Okay, so time. Oh, hang on a second. There's something that's arrived and um, he hasn't knocked on the door. <laughs> hang on a second. We always get this. We always get these. Um, oh, no, hang on. Oh, no, he's got it. He's got it. <laughs> I think there's a pizza that's arrived. <laughs> so time. We all have 24 hours in a day. Nobody has any more and nobody has any less. We've all got 24 hours. It's up to us as to what we want to do with those 24 hours, okay? Now, one of the biggest excuses that I give myself and one of the biggest excuses that I hear from other people is I don't have time. I'm really sorry, Bonnie, I don't have time uh, to, to, you know, put in uh, the hours that I need to develop my drawings. Um, I don't have time to do this. I don't have time to do that. And it's an excuse that I have used in the past. And I have to really stop myself from saying, I'm really sorry, I don't have time. Actually, I have all of the time in the world for what I want to prioritise. And for me, prioritising my art was exactly where I wanted to be and what I wanted to do. So what did I do? I stopped watching television in my lounge. And I, if I wanted to watch a film, I would watch it whilst I was drawing. Um, mm. I, oh, hang on a second. Just mute everybody again. Yeah, please do try and keep yourself muted. I, it gets really frustrating with Zoom because you tell it tell it all to be Zoom, muted and then it and then it doesn't. Um, uh, yes, so I I prioritised my drawing time. I made my drawing time really really important. I got up a little bit earlier, um, which you know sometimes is is hard. Sometimes is a little bit easier. Um, I made sure that I had time and I'd scheduled my time for doing my drawing, and that was really important. If I hadn't have done that. I would not have developed and I would not be where I am today. I'm not saying everybody wants to be in, you know, running a, a business and everything like that. But if you want to develop your work, you have to put the time in. And if you don't put the time in, you're not going to develop your work. So it's a priority if you want it to be a priority. 
Um, some people manage to cram more into their 24 hours than others. And why is that? A lot of the time it's because of their time management. They are really, really good at managing their own time. Um, you know, they, they know how to, they know not to multitask. I was going to do a quick, um, a quick exercise, which I'm going to hold back on because I would think it might get a little bit complicated. I always used to think that multitasking was a really great skill to have. I now understand that actually multitasking is not, not actually a thing. <laughs> it doesn't actually work. If you try and do multiple things all at the same time, um, it starts to get really complicated. And actually it takes you far longer to do the things when you try and do them all at the same time. The energy that you put into something and then you're trying to you go from email to, you know, um, doing a tutorial back to sorting a message out back to doing something else it's you know it, it really really does take away from the uh the, the focus that you're trying to to bring into whatever it is that you're doing um so the people who do manage to get more done generally are really good at managing their time not multitasking but actually focusing on the task in front of them getting that done and then moving on to the next prioritizing your needs is really really important I am, I am, I've been dreadful in the past for this. I prioritize everybody else's needs ahead of my own. And we all, we all do this, but you know, our needs come bottom of the pile. So we're there, we want to do our drawing, but you know, so-and-so wants to go out here. So-and-so wants to go out there. Um, I've got to get the washing done. I've got to make the tea. I've got to sort the dogs out. I've got to go to work, I, you know, got to do the shopping, got to do the garden, got to mow the lawn. All of these things obviously are important, but some of them can actually wait. Some of them can, can be put to one side. Some of them can be delegated to somebody else because doing things that bring you joy and make you happy enables you to have a better relationship with everybody around you. You know, if you're always doing other things for other people, you are going to find that your uh, your joy disappears and you you start to become resentful. Um, and and that's really not not a lovely thing to happen. So really prioritizing your needs. If you want to learn to draw, if you want to develop your drawing, you find time to do that and you prioritize what you want to do and other stuff can stop. I stopped ironing. I, you know, <laughs> I used to iron for four hours on a Sunday afternoon. I mean, warranted, I listen to, to, to Radio 2 and it's quite nice on a Sunday afternoon. But four hours of ironing sheets and, you know, vests and socks. And wh why was I doing that? So I stopped ironing and I got myself back four hours on a Sunday afternoon. Um, you know, people people can live in a bit of a crumpled shirt <laughs> or you can just hang them nicely. And, they, you know, there's certain things that we tend to do that actually don't really, really need doing. And because again, we're prioritizing other people's needs in front of ours. So look at your time, really look at your day, your week, your month. Where can you find time to be able to put that precious schedule in for doing what you want to do? And that hopefully that is to develop your, your drawing. So time is really, really important. Know where you're headed. So what is the vision? What vision have you got for your, you know, your art, your creativity? Is it, you know, a, a hobby? You just want to have a lovely hobby where you sit down and you and you draw. And that's exactly where I started. It was a hobby. And then it soon became something much, much bigger than that. 
but I had the vision right from the beginning. You know, I knew what I wanted to do. So I could then pick up on, on opportunities and work towards where I wanted to be. So have a vision and then decide on what your vision actually is. You know, write it down, say it out loud. As soon as you say something out loud, you get it down on paper, it becomes it becomes something that's that's tangible and it becomes something that's real. So, you know, if you've got dreams of hyperrealism or dreams of something a little bit more painterly, do you dream of quitting your job, uh, becoming a full-time artist? Do you have dreams of teaching online? These are all of the things that I had when back in 2016 when I first started drawing. Hyperrealism, I, I don't really have a dream of hyperrealism. I admire it, but it's not really something I want to do. I, I, I tell people I'm lazy all of the time and I really am lazy. Um, <laughs> I know a few people will testify to that, but, you know, hyperrealism takes that extra little bit of concentration and, you know, really getting all of that detail and everything. My work, I want to be real. I want it to look real, but I'm not looking for that like photo realism. That was that was always something that I um, I looked at when I first drew my first picture. I was very proud of it. I think, you know, a lot of you have seen that piece. Um, and then I realized that I wanted to push that and I wanted to make it something else. So I, I, I had a vision in my head as to what I wanted my drawings to look like. And that's what I went towards. That's what I, I, I kind of focused on. Um, a dream of quitting my job to begin with. I didn't really. It was a hobby. Um, I didn't think right at the beginning, I didn't think that I could make a living from from art. Um, and I was incredibly wrong, uh, you know, but again, when I did decide that I was going to be a full time artist, I had my business plan and I did have dreams of teaching online. So I had all I knew where I was going right from the beginning. I knew where I was going. And if you know where you're headed, you can make a plan of action. And this is so important. Now, I am a chaotic person. I'm not a very organized person at all. I've, I live in chaos. I've got chaos everywhere. Um, people ask me how I managed to keep my drawing paper so clean. I use pastel mat an awful lot, white pastel mat. And people go, how do you manage to keep it so clean? And I'm like, I have no idea because everywhere I am is dust. <laughs> I've got dogs. I've got I've got rugs in here. I've just bought a new sheepskin rug for the dogs. I've got dust everywhere. I have no idea how I keep it clean. Um, chaos everywhere. But on my drawing board, it's calm it's clean I only have one piece on there it's set out how I want it to be set out I knew where I was headed from 2016 I had the vision and I stayed with that vision and that is really 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 important now your focus again part of the, the the planning and the vision where do you need to focus your attention if you are developing your drawing what is it in your drawing that you need to develop OK, so you look at your drawing, and you think, Do you know what? I'm brilliant at eyes. And I really want you to say I am brilliant at I am really good at drawing. I am really good at this. Not oh God. Oh, well, I think, oh, well, oh, I could have done better there. No, we want the self-belief. We want the we don't want the big headedness. We want the self-belief and we want the confidence to come through. So where do you really need to focus your attention? Take your latest drawing. Look at what you've done really, really well and go, do you know what? I've done that really well. I love how I do eyes. And I think I get the, the glassiness and the realism and everything like that. I'm really great at eyes. And then you look at the parts of your drawing where you think, oh, do you know, actually, I could do with a little bit of help developing this kind of fur. It could be long fur. It could be short fur. It could be curly fur. Then you look at what comes easily. What, what, what do you find that's relatively easy for you to do? 
Um, you know, I now find it really easy to do eyes. I've done so, so many thousands of eyes. I find it really easy to do eyes. What do I find challenging? For me, I find smooth subjects quite challenging. Um, you know, the, the blending, particularly on a smoother surface, I find that quite challenging. Um, and then we make the plan of action. And, and a lot of the time it's like, well, all you need to do is practice. Um, and the only way to get better at something is to practice, right? Um, and yes, it is, but you can practice till the cows come home and practice all of the wrong things or practice doing the same thing over and over again. And you're not going to actually develop. You've got to practice the right things to get better. So if you are finding uh, curly fur tricky, practice doing curly fur, but, but do your research. Go and look on, you know, YouTube. There are some amazing tutorials on YouTube from, uh, you know, so many different artists. There's so many different ways of doing things. Go and have a look at how they're doing it. Uh, you know, join a fantastic group. Uh, I've got I've got three fantastic groups. You know, you don't have to join mine, but join a fantastic group where you can ask a question and somebody who's more experienced will come up and they will help you and they will show you what to do buy a tutorial, subscribe to, you know, one of the amazing magazines that you can subscribe to, join a, a, a patron or, or join my academy. That, that would be the best thing, join my academy and I'll teach you how to draw curly fur. Um, but find something that's going to help you, find, uh, you know, either a YouTube or a tutorial or whatever, and find something that is going to help you with this particular challenge that you've got. And then you'll know what you need to practice to get it right. Staying motivated is really, really key, particularly if you decide that you want to, um, you know, go into business or that you just want to enjoy a hobby. Staying motivated is, is important, whatever you want to do. And these are some of my tips, okay, to stay motivated. Make a space of your own if you can. When I first started, I drew at my kitchen table and I had to clear everything away every night. And it came, it did become a little bit frustrating for those, the rest of the family and for me as well, because I had to clear everything away. But if you can make a space of your own, it becomes like a little sanctuary. It becomes this really lovely space where you can go and you can, you know, you can do your drawing and you can, um, you know, you can have all of your pencils around you. You can have your candles, you can have whatever, but it's a space of your own. It doesn't have to be a massive room or a studio or anything, just a, a little space where you can keep your work out. Challenge yourself, you know look at something and go, don't look at a, a photograph and go, I'll never be able to do that. If you see a photo and it really makes your heart sing, use it, draw it, give it a go, challenge yourself, you know, to, to push yourself, to develop, to get better. You know, don't look at something and go, oh, I could never do that. Never ever put that negativity into your head. Look at a photograph and go, that, that looks challenging, but I'm gonna give it a go. Draw what you love. Um, this is why none of my tutorials are of pairs. Um, I, I don't love drawing pairs. and I don't want to teach people to draw pairs. I want to teach people to draw animals, humans, flowers. Um, there is definitely a place for, for drawing pairs. And it's, you know, there is quite a, a um, it's quite good for kind of understanding about light and shade and all of that kind of thing. But I don't want to teach people how to, I, I just wouldn't love drawing a pair. So you won't find any pairs just yet in my tutorials try not to procrastinate oh my goodness honestly 
um, procrastination is just the absolute thief of everything. And we all do it. We all procrastinate. And you can sort of be sitting there and suddenly, all of a sudden you think, oh, I'm procrastinating here. I, I, I do it when I'm teaching. You know, I'll waffle on about something else because I don't want to get onto this bit. If you find yourself doing everything under the sun other than drawing, ask yourself why. What is it that is stopping you from sitting at your drawing board or your table or your easel or wherever? What is it that's stopping you from doing it? It could be fear of anything. It could be fear of success. It could be fear of failure. But ask yourself why. Because that's a really, really important question to have with yourself. Why am I not going and doing my drawing? Um, and again, like I said before, find a community you can ask questions and get support from. That is a really amazing way of staying motivated. You know, having that accountability with somebody else, um, you know, oh, I'm drawing this. Oh, I'm drawing the same thing. Oh, you know, let's have a conversation together. How are you getting on? Blah, blah, blah. A community is going to really build you up and keep you built up and keep you motivated. And fall in love with your work. Oh, my goodness. I get so sad when I see, I saw another artist on Facebook. She'd ripped her work up and put it in the bin. And it made me so sad. I have never, ever, ever once ripped a piece of work off my drawing board and thrown it in the bin. Not once. I've never lost, I've never lost patience or got angry with any, I've never, never. Every single piece I do is a learning curve for me, even if it's absolute rubbish. And I have produced some absolute rubbish pieces. You know, even if I start a piece and I go, mm, actually, do you know, this isn't working. I'm going to take it off and I'm going to start again. I don't put it in the bin ever. It goes in my drawer. And every now and again, I will take it out and I will have a look at it. And I'll go, do you know what? That was a really great decision to restart that piece. And I really like the fact that I've still got it here to reflect on and go back to. Mindset is absolutely key when you're working on your skill levels. Mindset is the thing that is going to make or break you. And it is something that you can change. It does take work. Um, I, I tend to have a very positive outlook on everything, really. Um, and I'm lucky in that respect. You know, I know not everybody is built like me. I, I have some terrible traits, but mindset for me and positivity is, is, is pretty good. Trying to work on your mindset is really important for working on your skill levels. Take the time to admire what you've done. Take the time to look at what you've done. I, I know, um, I don't know whether she's here uh, today, but there's um, wonderful Lala. Um, she's in she's in my membership and she she does her own teaching and she does uh, and she came on my retreat last year and she and I were literally crying over her drawing that she'd done because it was so utterly beautiful. That's what I want you to do. I want you to look at your piece and I want you to cry because it's so beautiful. Um, you know, and it's your your little moment where you look at it and you go, oh my, have I really done that? Have I, that is just, and, and that, it gives you goosebumps. It makes you feel absolutely incredible, uh, you know, and I want you to practice doing that because it's so, so important to love your work. Remind yourself of the skills that you need, that you need to do what you're actually doing. Okay. And then remind yourself that you've actually got those skills. 
even when you're starting out, you know, I've got the skills for layering. Oh my goodness, I can create a cat's eye. Um, you know, oh gosh, um, you know, I, I've managed to mix these colors together. I've managed to blend. Remind yourself of the skills. Colored pencil is hard. It's a hard medium, you know, and as soon as you start drawing, remind yourself about how amazingly you are doing and how brilliant your, your work is. And finally, be in total awe of the work that you're doing right from the beginning. You know, gasp, I've, I've written this down, gasp, cry, fall in love with your work because if you love your work and you are so, so, so proud of it, all of that pride and that energy and that wonderfulness that you, you have in your body is going to be put into everything that you do. When you, when you put stuff onto social media, it's going to come out in your words. Whether you like it or not, it is going to come out in your words. If you are, um, you know, if you post and you're not happy with your work, it's going to come out in your words. So be happy with your work. Love it. Love what you do. Um, because if you love what you do, you can do the most incredible, incredible things. Um, Everything that I've talked about in this last however long, oh gosh, half an hour. God, I do waffle on, don't I? But everything that I've talked about is what I have done over the last seven years. And I now have a business that is giving me the most fantastic quality of life. And, and I want that for everybody. I want that for everybody. So my final slide basically is, uh, I'm just giving you a heads up. I've got two live events coming up this next Sunday and the Sunday after. If you haven't signed up, do because we're not doing a speed drawing this time yay <laughs> we're not doing a speed drawing we're doing a slow one um we're going to be working on pastel map i'm going to be drawing an eye on uh this coming sunday and then using the same photograph the following sunday we're going to be drawing an ear so we're going to be drawing an eye and then we're going to be drawing fur it's a, a beautiful dog and i've given you the whole reference photo the whole line art and then even more excitingly, the rest of the tutorial is going to be available in the Academy. So you can either do it on your own, finish it on your own, or you can finish it in the Academy if you like. Um, and the Academy opens for new members on the 3rd of April. So if you're not on the waitlist and you do want to join me, uh, get on the waitlist because you'll get the invites coming through then. So I'm now going to um, stop sharing. You'll be pleased to hear. I'm going to come and have a look at all of your lovely faces um, and I'm going to ask anybody who wants me to answer any questions. Now, you can either raise your hand. Um, there's a little box down at the bottom that says reactions. You can click on that and there's a little button that says raise hand. So if you want to ask a question personally, click on that and I'll come to you and I'll and I'll um, and I'll ask you to ask your question. If you want to ask a question um, in the chat please do so, but add the word question in front of it, okay, um, so that I can go through those and I can I can read them and I can answer you. So I'm going to come first of all to Anne there. I'm going to ask you to un unmute Anne to ask your question. Are you there, Anne? Anne Scott? You got your hand up? No. Yeah, you there? Right, I'm going to come to Sharon instead. Sharon Crawford. No, Sharon? Oh gosh, they've all got their hands up, but they're not, they're not, they're not unmuting. Okay, so I'm going to come to um, Anne-Marie. Anne can, can everybody, yes, yes. Can you hear me? Do, do you want to unmute? You'll need to unmute. 
oh, I'm not sure this is going to work very well. Oh, here we go. I'm no, unmuted now. There we go. <laughs> here we go. Sorry. Uh, did I have to put something somewhere like question? I don't remember what you said just now. No, you can ask a question here. Well, the trouble is, I will be in a remote area before the academy opens, but I do want to draw. I will be in Scotland in the Outer Hebrides. Oh, how nice. My question is, I won't have Wi-Fi or a signal to do your tutorials in the meantime. What can I do to be able to draw anyway? What can I use? Can I use your book? Can I use, what can I do? Absolutely, absolutely. You can use my book. Um, I also have the draw alongs that are on YouTube, which have got all of the links and everything. So you could download them beforehand. Um, right. Yeah, so you could download those. You can download the reference photos, oh, all of that kind of stuff. Oh, hang on a second. Who's that? Can I download the YouTube video as well? Uh, uh, yes, you can. Oh, right. That's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. You can download the YouTube video too. Absolutely. Um, okay. Yeah, so you could do that. The other thing as well is that I have got uh, I have got some PDF downloads. So if you were desperate to you wanted to draw something, I've got quite a few PDF downloads that you can you can use as well. What do you recommend for a beginner uh, I, out of those PDFs? So I would recommend um, the Bernard. The Bernard. <laughs> He's a little oh, terrier. Yeah. He's a terrier. A little terrier. Okay. Yeah, so I would recommend that. And I would recommend having a look on YouTube and um and down anything that you find there, you should be able to download the, the video. Yeah. Thank you very much. Video. No problem. Very helpful. Thank Bonnie, you. Thank you. Bonnie, thank you. Can I interrupt no for a second? Oh hi Hilda, yes. Just to say to Anne that there may not be internet connection where she is uh, in Lewis or Harris or wherever she is in the Outer Hebrides. But there will definitely be internet connection on the island if she goes somewhere to somewhere else there will be it'll be available in a library or somewhere oh thank you hilda yeah you know. so that's a good tip good tip thank you <laughs> brilliant thank you um right okay so i'm gonna come to now i haven't got a name here it just says ipad yes that's you yes yeah waving do you want to unmute <laughs> Yeah, where is there we go. The... Yeah. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Um, could you give um, some suggestions about um, a good light source? I have a lot of issues with um, drawing and getting good light. Yes, definitely. So I would steer clear of any spotlights. So I've got spotlights in my ceiling and I cannot you... use them because they create the most awful shadows terrible shadows so my suggestion is to use um daylight lamps if you can i have floor standing ones and they're the ones that i use are photography soft boxes so they're quite they they, they stand on the floor and they're quite big they're quite big um but they're brilliant because they diffuse the light and you don't get any of the horrible shadows um they last for ages the lights last for ages um and they're, they're not overly expensive and you can get little desk lamps you can get lamps that kind of clip onto your table or your drawing board but i would definitely go for the daylight lamps definitely you. um you. you know because that yeah you don't want eye strain or anything anything how do like i get yeah yeah thank you no problem thank you thank you um right okay so i'm gonna come to tammy hi can you unmute 
Yeah, sorry about that. That's all right. Hi, um, I have a question. So I would like to join your Ignite group. Uh, Would I then also have access to the Patreon? And I'm sorry if you already covered this. I missed the first uh, 10, 15 minutes. But I just wanted to know if the Ignite uh, group also included your Patreon channel uh, videos. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So um, Ignite has every single video that Patreon has. Okay. And then a whole load more. And it's also in a much easier way to navigate. Uh, It's all I've chosen a um, a platform to put all my videos on that is searchable. So you can search with a word or a phrase and it actually picks up uh, parts of videos for you. So, um, you know, it'll search through the video, which is amazing. It is absolutely amazing. And they're all put into playlists. So it's very, very easy to navigate. So you get all of my back, back catalogue of, of videos, uh, including everything that was that's on Patreon. You get a whole lot more. And then you also get my um, my course as well, the, the foundations course. So there's a huge, huge, huge amount of, of information there. Um, you know, but that's it's all perfect. really, really nicely laid out. Okay. Cool. By the way, I'm the one that did the, the, the horse with all the likes on your Facebook page. And that was because of your videos. Oh, amazing. <laughs> brilliant (laughs) thanks Tammy (laughs) um okay so I'm going to come to uh Charlotte Charlotte Compton hi can you hear me I can indeed hi um so I've been drawing for the last uh, 14 15 years for many mental health reasons um is it wrong to be doing this because of accountability like do you um how do I explain it like weekly like drawing along and stuff like that um you also had said you had business sort of to actually like help start what's that sort of part of the program as well as your like tutorials and stuff Mm. um I was trying to understand what sort of like helping make a business area of it was okay okay so basically why would you why would you join and what would you get yeah basically yeah. yeah Okay. Um, rather so, than just being an artist, like, how can it help me develop you know, and get to the next level? Yeah. Okay. And is that something that you want to do? Do you want to make, start making a I business? I do. Yeah. I do. Yeah. I've got an intense fear of it. So I was kind of hoping that this might. Yeah. Cross that. You. Yeah. I completely get that. So what um, my ultimate aim in the Academy is to help people develop their colored pencil work. But a big part of what I do is to help people with confidence and mindset. Because that, that to me, you know, the Ignite membership is all about teaching colour pencil, but actually it's really not. It's more about helping people become more confident in themselves um, and create, oh, I've got a moth now. <laughs> oh, it's landed on my glasses, hang on um it's um yeah it's more about creating that helping people become more confident so what you get in the um in the membership is you get an awful lot of um the things around confidence so every single one of my tutorials will have something um to help build confidence so i go a little bit into the psychology of drawing you know why do we have a fear of starting uh why do we why are we scared about picking colors um, you know, 
what happens if we go wrong? What's going through your brain when, when we're going wrong? What are the levels of, I go through the levels of competency, you know, when we first start out and then, and it's kind of like a sliding scale, you get better and then you drop down again. And why, when you get to a certain level, do you suddenly feel like you can't draw anymore? Um, you know, and it's, and, and I go into all of that throughout my tutorials, as well as teaching you how, you know, we're going to put this color here and we're going to put that color there. I also talk about that. Every month we have a confidence session where I go through all sorts of um, different areas of helping to build your mindset, helping to build your confidence from things like building a mood board and why a mood board is really important to things like creating a, um, we did the, like the jelly baby tree, um, which is kind of where you, 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 you decide where you are now and where you want to be and what changes you want to make. So there's an awful lot of coaching element in my teaching as well. Um, and you get the whole back catalogue of all of those confidence sessions that you can go through. There's personality. We did a personality type session. The business drop in again, I do each month and we talk about different elements of running an art business. And it's not necessarily for people who are really, you know, um, set on building a, a strict business. It could be that you just want to pick up on commissions that you want. Yeah, to it's, it's just the stage from I do this amazing work that I I'm really proud of but I can't share it with anyone right it's the state that confidence of actually sharing it with someone let alone someone paying you yes to do it yes and I guess it's that kind of barrier that I was hoping it is it if is. that's covered that would be brilliant absolutely absolutely it is and what's wonderful as well is that the community are so incredible. You'll find people in, in the community who have been exactly where you are and have now made so many different changes that, that everything is completely different. You know, I've had members who couldn't show their face on Zoom. They couldn't talk. And then last year they joined me in one of these sessions and came on live and talked about their experience. That to me is, is incredible. That's brilliant. And that's that's work that you need to put in. But if you've yeah. got the tools to be able to do that, that's that's when things things going to happen. Brilliant. Thank you. Awesome. Lovely question. Thank you, Charlotte. Um, Carol, with your hand up there, I am going to come to the um, the, the chat as well. Um, I'm not a, a pencil artist. I, I paint, but I'm not skilled in pencil art. How would you know where to uh, to start? Are there any subjects you'd avoid? Is there something to to go for that would give you confidence to, to start out? I've looked at the kind of pencils and things that you use in the paper. Yeah. Um, but do different animals create different challenges? Is this something you you know avoid to start off with so it doesn't put you off? So personally, I'm a jump in at the deep end kind of a girl. <laughs> so my honestly my my suggestion is if you have a passion for a certain subject go for that um I've got um, if you want to I've got lots and lots of free tutorials that you can you can download and you can do um drawing like a cat's eye so getting just getting used to the That's pencils and how they work um yeah. is is really really is really important just and having the confidence to be able to put the pencils down mix the colors all of that kind of stuff so, um, <coughs> i have those i have those that are going to be that will be helpful for you um and um and i i honestly think choose something if you're passionate about a certain animal or a certain flower or whatever that's always going to motivate you and it's always going to keep that that focus and that motivation up 
Um, so I would, that's what I would do. I would choose something that, that excites you. I look at your work and it is so detailed compared to the things that I would draw. It's how to get from that to that. So to get from that, you've seen my initial, you've seen my my first my first drawing, which wasn't detailed at all. Um, so to get from that to, to where I am now is um, asking questions, is putting the practice in, is finding what I want it to look like and making the changes and practicing those changes and techniques and everything. So it's, 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 sorry. No, no, no. Is there is the one place that you always start from? I always start with eyes. Eyes, Generally, right. I always start with eyes. You know, if you can get used to drawing eyes, you've got layering, you've got color mixing, you've got details, you've got values, you've got everything in an eye. Right. And then, and then everything else will come from there. Thank you very much. No Thank you. Thank you, Carol. Thank you. Uh, right, I'm just going to come through into the chat here. Oh gosh, this. Uh, let's have a look. Um, right, so let me see where it says question. It's the problem with the chat. You have to go through everything. Um, okay. Uh, right, I'm just going to pick up the ones that say that say question in front of them. Oh, that, that's quite a good one. It hasn't got question in front of it, but I'm going to talk it anyway. Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> thanks, Dee. Putting grapes. Yes, that was a real ne nemesis of mine trying to draw grapes. Um, Dorothy, how to keep motivating a drawing when it goes on for more than 15 hours? I, I would say that the majority of my drawings go on for more than 15 hours. When I first started drawing, um, I would get really into and enjoy drawing the features and the eyes and all of those gorgeous little details and then I'd finish because I, I drew animals I'd finish drawing the face and I'd get down to sort of like the the neck area and, and I would rush it and it would just be rushed and I'd be like oh gosh let's just because my mind was on the next piece so I'd have a another piece in mind for my next drawing so um what I now do is I have taught myself to love every single part of my drawing and I've taught myself to fall in love with the process of drawing, not the outcome, not the finished piece. I love the finished piece, but I love the process. So for me, it doesn't matter how long a piece takes. I don't get bored with it. I love every single tiny part of it. Um, and that is something that I can, I've worked on. And it is definitely something that you can change. You know, you might be sitting there thinking, well, you know, how can I love drawing like a horse's neck and it's taking me forever and ever. The process of laying down pencil, of mixing pencil, of getting completely absorbed in just that 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 wonderful colouring um, is amazing because then you get into the flow and you disappear and all of your worries and all of everyday life disappears. And that's what I love about colour pencil and why I love that it's a really, really slow process. Um, okay. <clears throat> okay, so somebody somebody here has, has just asked if they're going to get all of the supplies and everything for enrolling. Absolutely. So if you have joined the wait list, you will already have received an email with all of the supplies that, that you're going to need. However, please don't think that you have to buy all of the pencils and all of the paper. You really, really don't. Um, if you've already got pencils, I would I would really urge you to use what you have. Oh gosh, this little moth thing—it's <laughs> flying all over the place. Um, if you've got if you've got if you've got pencils, then use what you have. Okay. Um, 
everybody wants all of the pencils and and that's absolutely fine but if you know if you're on a strict budget please don't worry about having everything but those are uh, that will have been emailed to you and we'll email it out again um okay so amory here uh, i can't draw at all i can only go off a trace amory absolutely nothing wrong with that um, I supply all of the line arts, everything like that. Many, many artists trace. Many artists like me can freehand as well. We choose to trace because it just makes the starting process that little bit quicker. Don't let anybody tell you you can't draw because you have to trace because the, the there's a real skill. There's a skill in going into freehand. There's a real skill in actually filling in that freehand. Um, you know, so you need to understand all about values and all of that kind of thing. Um, Okay, so do, 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 do. The, 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 the days and times that I do my live drawings. So Art Club is always on a Tuesday at one o'clock and we draw for two hours. Um, the confidence session is on a Wednesday evening, once a month on a Wednesday evening from 7 p.m. The business drop-in is on a Thursday once a month from 2 p.m. And then we have a skills club as well, which is, again, once a month on a Thursday at 2 p.m. I also do a Q&A on a Monday at 2 p.m., but we're going to be doing some in the evening as well. Um, okay, so... Bonnie, oh, yes. can I jump in here? Of course you can. Um, I'm 68 and I've got MS and in a wheelchair and unfortunately... I've lost the use of my right hand, which was my dominant hand. Yeah. I'm having problems um, transferring the pictures that I want to do, mm. uh, like in a line drawing onto the um, eventually finished piece. Right. Could you make any recommendations for that? <clears throat> so um, I think the easiest way to do it is to is to print out your line drawing right and then cover the back in either a soft pencil or a pastel i don't really tend to use pastel because i, I am allergic to it but right. i do have i do have a caran d'ache <laughs> pencil that i use occasionally and i cover the back just scribble over it scribble over it um and then you would trace over the top you put the you put the pastel next to your surface that you're going to be working on. Right. Trace over the top or get somebody else to trace over the top. OK, well, I'll hopefully be joining you when I can get my left hand going with the pencils. Oh, bless you. <laughs> well, Bonnie. Yeah. You know, I, I really like the film. She could use the film by oh. putting her her picture right behind the film and going so right. that way and she won't have to transfer that you would be great so, for her. you are so right emma that is a brilliant suggestion so drafting film which is semi-opaque okay you could print your line art out put it behind it and uh -huh. you can see it through the film and then you can just start drawing super thank you amazing very much. amazing emma thank you so much for that mm. awesome <laughs> right i'm going to come back up here to um now then oh i've got marianne there yeah hello uh, bonnie from the netherlands Hi. can you hear me i can yeah oh very good uh, it's first time i'm uh watching a q a like this um it just started two weeks ago with the, the dog nose 
now uh, still trying to get the cat's eye and a little bit of fur around it. Well, that's, uh, that's a hell on wheels, I would say, <laughs> the fur. But uh, I have a question. When I would join you, um, like like now I am uh, yeah, have tricks with the fur. Um, when do I get a good um, critic from you? Can I get that like one-on-one? -on -one? Because in the past, when I was on a course, uh, I found it much easier when people could really talk to you and say uh, how you should do it. Yes. Um, what can I expect when I join? Because I think it's a little bit expensive for my taste. So, um, yeah, is it worth it? Okay. Yes, it's definitely worth it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a logical answer. <laughs> there we go. There, you've got your yeah. answer. On to the next. Um, no, so, yeah, it's, it's definitely. So I critique 100 pieces of my students' work uh, a month. So 25 pieces a week, which I think is more than any other artist does. And the reason I do that is because I'm, I really am passionate about people developing their work. Now, obviously it means when we do it on a booking system. So an email comes out and we use time zones. So an email comes out on a different time zone every week. So everybody get, does get a chance to be able to book a critique in. I'm always available on the, on the uh, membership group. So if you were to post your picture in the membership group and you wanted some help, I will always come and help. And you'll also get members coming and helping as well. So um, a critique, if you were to get a personalized critique, it would be between probably five and probably about five to eight minutes. Um, and what I do is I you send your picture, you send your reference photo, you give me any notes that might be relevant, that you're maybe challenging, this part's challenging or that part's challenging or whatever. I then put them up on my screen and I record my screen and I talk you through what I think you've done really well. So I'll always, always congratulate you on what you've done well, because that's incredibly important. And then I will talk you through what you could do to improve and where you can, um, uh, what changes you need to make to develop even further. And that's what that's what one of my critiques looks like. Um, I also have a critique of the week. So I'll pick out one of the, the 25 each week and it will be a critique of the week. And the everybody's critique is, is included in one video and that's then posted in the hub and you'll be able to find your, your critique in there. I urge people to watch other people's critiques as well because you get so much information from them so much yeah, information I, yeah i understand but uh still the question about the the, the times you mentioned earlier earlier that you are uh, teaching us or showing us how to do things mm -hmm. uh, it was on a monday on 1 p.m you said when i missed that can i i uh, later um, um watch it back uh, yes. from from internet or yeah. yeah yeah so every live stream that i do is recorded yeah it's uploaded the same day so if you miss it, you can then just go into the video hub and rewatch it. Yeah, and still get uh, critiques on that piece or on that part from yeah. you if I wanted it to. Yes, you can either book in a critique and have like a proper structured critique or you can post it in the group, um, tag me and, and I will help. Yes, yes. Okay. Well, thank you. <laughs> no problem. And to give you a bit of an idea about, so I have, I, I have critiques done. It costs me uh, £400 to have uh, three pieces critiqued just just to give you an idea of how much it costs to have uh, you know if you were to go privately to have a critique done
So 30 pounds is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I would say so. <laughs> I uh, make all my work, post it, uh, get, get a yes. member for a month and then post it to you. Yeah, well, thank you. Thanks right. everyone. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. I really hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of my It's a Bonnie Old Life podcast. If you did, I'd be so grateful to you for emailing me or texting a link to the show or sharing it on social media with those you know who might like it too. My mission with this podcast is all about sharing mine and my community's experience and hope by telling your fascinating personal stories, championing the other amazing humans in my personal, professional and membership community and to create another channel through which I can support you to realise your coloured pencil and life dreams. If you haven't done so yet, please help me on my mission to spread positivity and joy throughout the coloured pencil world by following me on my socials at Bonnie Snowden Academy or by getting on my list at bonniesnowdenacademy.com. And remember, I truly believe if I can live the life of my dreams doing what I love, then you can too. We just need to keep championing and supporting each other along the way in order to make it happen. Till next time.